All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ibantis, Ty Guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening Destiny campfire. The cheetah looking very scruffy. How are we doing, sir? Yeah, the cheetah apparently didn't shave because uh, I've been working on prepping for Friendsgiving. We're doing that mm. with some friends this weekend, and I am cooking a brisket, so I got to get all my stuff ready to go. Mm, so, brisket. yep, got the... Went to Costco. Sauce. Bar Hell sauce. no. I'm going to send you a link. No, I'm going to send you a video. Old dude making barbecue in Texas. And he's like, why don't you have barbecue sauce in here? He's like, because I'm not trying to hide anything. That's literally the quote of what he said. And I'm like, if it's good enough, you don't need it. No barbecue sauce. Damn. I will take barbecue sauce over there, but I'd never use it on like a good brisket. You don't need it. Do not need it. Continue. What else we going on? Uh, I saw <laughs> the Marvels on Tuesday. That was fun. Same. I enjoyed that. Uh, I had a good time. Like mm -hmm. fun characters. Curious where they. I'm I'm glad that they're going to slow things down for a little bit because I thought it was fun, enjoyable. Um, I also finished Loki season two. That was excellent. Mm, heard um, good things. Very good. Uh, kind of like what they did with the character's journey. Really enjoyed that one. Definitely worth the watch. Mm. And then. Uh, yeah, other than that, just kind of dabbling a little Destiny, working on a video for something else. And today, I ordered Steam Deck OLED. I'm gonna do the portable uh, device now. It. You're over it. there with like all of them. You've got the Steam Deck, the ROG Ally, you've got everything. Um, but no, they did the OLED, and then even in their description, they're like, oh, yeah, two is. Two sounds like it's a ways off now. I'm like, okay, so you feel fine. good about it now. I feel yeah, okay yeah. now. I was like, all right, I can nice. get some enjoyment out of this one. Take a few years, and hey, if they come nice. out with one in 2026, I will have mm -hmm. gotten three years out of it. So I'm totally fine with that. Um, nice. So I am probably going to have it delivered while I'm gone, which is going to be great. Uh, so it's going to be eight hours of driving back and forth, knowing uh, that it's not with me. But I'll probably be driving, which is fine. But yeah, uh, up at my uh, wife's family's house. It would be nice just to have it up there. I just want to knock out some indie time. Need to finish yeah. up Day of the Diver. I got some. I got Bro. some indies to work on, man. I saw the it's Last the... Faith came out. You got Blasphemous mm -hmm. Two. Those two are both like little yeah. Metroid, Castlevania type mm -hmm. things. Both of them are. So a lot of indies. I just want to like knock out on that one while I'm on the couch yeah. or doing other stuff. So yeah. I am. It's it's a great backlog catch up. I catch up. Yeah. I love it for that. It is. It's the perfect mm -hmm. week for that. I've been catching up myself. Nice. Cool. Uh, well, on that note, that's most of what I'm doing. Travis. I'm here to tell you guys that the instant 35 drop for Necrochasm is real because I got it last week. Really? I feel. Oh, yeah. Got you weren't it. here last week and we mentioned and you mentioned yeah, that. So it. let's go. Oh, how did it all play out again? So it was, you beat the final encounter and then mm -hmm. suddenly you get. A full completion, not just the enough essences to get Necrochasm, but also to get the um, catalyst. Call it? Catalyst. Ooh, and then so it just drops like thirty-five in a row. It just drops thirty-five straight up. Yeah, safe to come. They did say there's a random nature to that, right? That that could it is happen. random. It's one hundred percent random. So Ooh. I was actually about to get was one away from getting Necrochasm naturally, and then this happened to me, and so that just means. All I have to do is beat Crota tomorrow during our regular weekly, and then I'll have 
the gun and I think the catalyst completed as well. Mm, so, nice. Um, I might have to be, you might have to beat it again after filling up your necrochasm. Mm -hmm. So it might be two weeks, but whatever, like the, the randomness is gone. I just have to beat Crota twice. You know, how does it feel? How does necrochasm feel out here? I'm curious. Like, how does it feel when you use it? I don't know yet. Because oh yeah. Because you just got it. Just got I, it. I just got enough got and now I have to go and beat Crota again. Yeah. I will say the mission to do it is very dumb. It's like, play this raid week by week and then in between each step of getting the essences you have to do the raid again it's it's ridiculous that like right after you beat crota your next objective is beat crota again it's like i just did that to get it <laughs> like what the all right yeah so ah, it's very it's very destiny it. very stupid yeah. um uh, but yeah uh that was cool. So I, I did that uh, last week and I'm going to do the raid again tomorrow. So I've been playing a little bit of destiny. Anytime I jump into anything that, you know, the like the seasonal content or whatever, there's not really a ton I'm interested in doing mm -hmm. my, what, you know, mainly because my fall off of crucible was, has so heavy yeah. and that's what I spent most of my time doing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I have everything else. I've got all the exotics, all the catalysts. This mm -hmm. is really the last thing I need. Nice. Um, but I have been doing that. Um, I reviewed the Assassin's Creed VR game Ooh, um, for MetaQuest. Uh, that went live this morning. I gave it a 7 out of 10. It's a really cool game. Um, it, it does parkour really well. It does climbing really well, stealth really well, and assassinations and all that. It's super fun. Um, the combat is pretty bad, mm. and it does have some technical issues like occasional frame hitching and ugly-looking character models and loading times in between like every scene that are a little bit long um but it is uh it is a good game uh and it's part of the reason i've gotten back into vr um mm -hmm. i've been playing a bit of vr not just metaquest but also um psvr2 i also bought a second metaquest 3 this is funny mm -hmm. the reason i bought two metaquest 3s is because the metaquest 3 even with its extended battery life only lasts like three hours for most games right. And if you're reviewing a 20 hour game, oh, you have yo. to play longer than that. So I play on one and then I want it battery dies. I put it on the charger and I put on the other headset and I keep going. And so that's how that's been how I review VR VR. <laughs> game. Um, right yeah, battery life that alone game. tells you we're not quite there yet, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it works. Yeah, I mean, it, it works, works for you yeah. and reviewing the game, mm -hmm. but like the average person wanting to marathon you know, some crazy long so VR game. The, the answer that they have, and like this is, I'm reviewing Asgard's Wrath 2. Somebody in the comments asked, Ooh. am I a gamer? That's, uh, I'm getting a code for that next week. So I will nice. be starting that. I need um, to know about that. Yes. The, uh, like I was at their studio since Art mm -hmm. Games and they, mm -hmm. uh, they were like, yeah, we just play wirelessly. And then when the headset gets low, we play plugged in for a little bit. And then when it yeah. charges up enough, we take it off. Take it off. And I said, that's fine. But like, if I'm playing the game and I'm reviewing it, I really feel like it would be in my best interest to review it at the way it was intended, intended to, be to be played. As opposed and to seated. And, yeah. Right. And the fact that plugging into the computer no longer grants performance benefits like it used yeah. to. Like the original mm -hmm. Asgard's Wrath ran on your PC and then mm -hmm. just streamed to your headset. Streamed to it. Yep. Through air um, and I've been playing, I've been replaying Asgard's Wrath 1 this week. I'm like halfway nice. through it right now because I want to prepare myself for it. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, this was the solution for me. It also makes sense because D has started to get my, sorry, my fiance mm -hmm. started to get into um, mm -hmm. VR as well. So we've been doing like mini golf and ping pong uh, together, you know, uh, stuff so, like that a, in the same room. We'll be like uh, in the same room, like pretending to you know, <laughs> table tennis back and forth. <laughs> it's very stupid. Um, but yeah, so it worked out for me, but uh, yeah, I've been doing that. And then um, 
I think my next review is the 1.0 release of Anacrusis, which is mm. like a uh, kind of Left 4 Dead type of co-op yeah. shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it in preview this week just to get my feet wet for when the final version comes out. And my initial impressions were that the 5 out of 10 IGN review that we mm-hmm. gave the early access is still pretty spot on mm-hmm. um, for me. So I'm hoping that, you know, it might be like grounded. I didn't like grounded at all when I played it in early access. Yeah, early me either. I remember. Yeah, yeah. We ended up loving it. Yeah. Then when the the number one came out, or uh, the um the one for grounded came out, I ended up giving that game a nine out of ten, and it's still one of my favorite games of this yeah, generation. Shame so, grounded doesn't get the credit. Um, get. Yeah, it's such a good game. I know, dude. I I feel like it's because they use the early access model. People didn't really care when they went one mm-hmm. but that game is so good. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I. Uh, those are my, those are probably going to be my last two reviews of the year because Asgard's Wrath Two is a sixty plus hour open world Ooh. RPG, uh, all in VR. How many headsets you going to buy for us? <laughs> just the just the two. You know what's funny is your your boys at Meta actually offered to send me another headset for this review. They were like, "We'll send you another MetaQuest Three and an Elite charging strap." Oh, the strap! Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm you know what? You know what? I'm not trying to get bribed. I'm not trying to get. We we try to slide you. Travis has been compromised. Travis has been compromised. Hey man, yeah, that might get you. It might might get us an eight. (laughs) Look, look, I politely turn them down. Well, I'm hoping for more than an eight. Frankly, the Asgard's Wrath one, I think, uh, was back when IGN was giving the 100 point scale, and I think our reviewer gave it a 92 out of 100. Um, and so if Asgard's Wrath two is less than a nine, I will be pretty bummed because what I played, I played a couple hours at the MetaQuest office and. it was damn good, like really impressive stuff. So like I'm, I have high expectations of that. And hey, I could be I could be uh, wrong about that. You know, there's always surprises. The big like open question about Asgard's Wrath 2 is that it's not a PC VR game. It's right. 100 percent native 100% on the headset. Native, so are yeah. they going to be able to put that big of a game? And is it going to look worse graphically than the first yeah. game? Because that'll be kind of weird. So I have a lot of questions about that, but I think it's worth it to be wireless. Like Assassin's yes. Creed Nexus VR, it wasn't the best game in the world. I gave it a seven. But mm-hmm. it the fact that it was 100 percent native fun. on the headset and wireless, it was so fun, man. Like it's oh. such a fun game. Definitely yeah. a reason to get back into vr if you've not been there um but with those two reviews i will be i'm pleased to announce i will be tying myself for 25 reviews for the year the anybody, same amount i did last year anybody close so, to you at, at IG, yeah. i don't think so i have actually <laughs> haven't even asked last year last year last year it was like a big race like i was getting updates from dan and they were like oh this person's like two behind you or whatever but nobody has said anything to me this year so i just assume i'm far and away the, the biggest i wonder right if it's now, just but. so many and some things were so stacked on top of each other it probably just got mm-hmm. spread more and you were still just probably that consistent treadmill where i feel like i don't know if anybody probably got close i doubt it uh shout out to mri gamer real quick travis uh look into Bobo VR VR M3 mm-hmm. makes the quest way more comfortable, and it has magnetic batteries that you can continuously swap to stay in one headset. That is a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, I did look into third-party peripherals, and my my impressions, uh, MRI gamer, was that while the MetaQuest Two has a lot of support, the MetaQuest Three is still a ways away from having parity since it just came out. So I didn't really see a lot of like amazing MetaQuest Three support. So Hopefully the thing you're talking about is specific to mm-hmm. the quest three, but I, I, all I saw was kind of a lot of like meta quest two stuff, but that would be yeah. cool. If true. 
Um, yeah, looking, looking for more ways like to extend that battery upgrade. life. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, that's that's me, man. Just getting mm-hmm. down to the wire with my 25 reviews for the year. I'm nice. stoked I actually got there. I didn't think I was going to make it. Oh, no, I only got to 25. Holy no, because I was at like 18 like a month ago, dude. I was like nowhere near. Like I was like you way like far crazy. away. Four reviews in one week. Re- I, did, I did three reviews in a week. Yeah, last wow. month. So, so. Having fun. Dog, how you doing, bud? Yeah, man. Birthday was yesterday, so I... What? what? I'm sorry, me. what? Happy <laughs> birthday mean, to Lord Cognito! Thank you. How you doing, much man? Much love, much love. Yeah, man. Dude, I mean, happy um, big 25th. That's huge. <laughs> the big 2-5, y'all. I'm here. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I wish. But, uh, yeah, man, it was good. I, I, I'm recovering from a, from a night of uh, celebration. My cousin also shares my birthday. My little cousin. Oh, nice. My youngest cousin. So it's so... Actually, my oldest cousin, excuse me. And um, middle cousin, excuse me. So what happened is he, we make it about each other that day. So I got a chance to take him out and uh, it was fun. It was fun. As far as um gaming, only one really, uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden. Gaiden. I've been doing that. And um, that game was absolutely hilarious. Um, I don't like the combat. I still think um, mm. Like a Dragon Ichiban with turn base is the superior way to go in the future of the franchise. This combat is really clunky and like, mm. it, it's just antiquated. I'm glad they going away from this. Kiryu as a character is awesome. Like I like him. He's funny. But the the thing about these games that are hilarious is the side quests and the foolishness. E. Trav, there's a quest where Yakuza gangsters are shaking down homeless people and stealing their welfare checks, and you have to round them up and find these. And and they're locking these homeless people in these weird tenement buildings. This was a quest in Yakuza. Like, I'm like, this game is wild. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. Are you playing so, in Japanese or do you have the dub? I want to play in the dub just to hear the controversy, but it's not out yet. It's not out yet. Because I want to hear. Yeah, so it, I have I, to play. I'm, I'm oh, a little worried about, about the... Dub. I'm yeah. worried about the dub because uh, Like a Dragon's dub was so good. So good. And, I, and I'm, so, I'm so sad to hear that they're just phoning this Bro, one in apparently same with you because i love ichiban in english that's how i fell in love with the series so obviously you know it's supposed to happen later on in the next game and those two are supposed to link up so yeah i'm in the same boat that's why i'm dying to say okay let me hear them now and get used to this because i don't know if i want to hear uh, what you call it. and the other thing is if you beat like a dragon Gaiden, there's a demo for infinite wealth on completion of the main story so that's another reason why i want to knock it out nice mm-hmm. uh well uh, we do Wait, have this there's one. a there's a demo for Infinite Wealth if you beat. Bro, shit. I don't even that like curious. That just that just shot up in my priority list, bro. Because I only played like an hour of that game. What? It's such a marketing tool that I think more gaming companies are going to use this. Because I was like, bro, I didn't even care about this game. Oh, I care now. <laughs> I don't. I don't think other gaming companies can use that strategy because other games don't have four games come out in a year you know what yeah. I mean? like yeah, that studio pumps them out so quickly yeah. like it, like what, what do you think like you know rockstar you, they're gonna have an hour of their next game when their first one comes out like yeah yeah a little different beat starfield you get to play the first hour of elder Scrolls six wolverine our Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, no way, dude. They'll, they'll show you the logo for Elder Scrolls Six, maybe. You know, that's about it. I haven't even finished that yet. What are you talking about? Hey, we saw the logo. I right? know, but it's going to get changed. So, probably, <laughs> actually, definitely. Doc, you Yo. were gone last week. 
Yes. And we had some stuff that I know you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I, I had my mm-hmm. delay. I apologize, mm-hmm. but no, I good. got to do my thing. And you had to leave. Family, of course, is priority. So last okay. week with all of the Crucible stuff, we, mm-hmm. Travis and I, got a chance to talk about most of it. Mm-hmm. You know, did anything stand out to you as really good news, bad news, questions, not sure? Uh, where are you at on a lot of that Crucible stuff from last week? Nothing really particular. I mean, nothing particularly stood out to me. I mean, obviously, they made a lot of um, adjustments with, like, playlists and scoring and things of that nature. Um, it's one of those things I have to see. You know what I mean? I, it, it's kind of like I'm not jumping for joy out of these changes just yet, but I do feel that some of them were over some some of them were needed to prioritize connection and i get that and i know what some of the complaints are but i need to see a lot of this in action a lot of this to me sounds good it sounds cool but i don't feel any of it was like oh my god game changing that i was going so crazy but it seems like people did like a lot of the changes they made so we'll see i I, right now i'm so apathetic with cruise like i I, i'm not hyped yet i don't know what it's going to take for me to truly get excited about pvp and i love pvp but where did you guys stand on? I'm very curious how you guys stood on that. Uh, I mean, for us last week, I think it was a lot of similar. And we can mm-hmm. sit here and look at numbers. And the fact that we're having more playlists again feels like a weird step in a direction we just got away from as they're kind of dividing us up even more. Right. I mean, as for the connection and the skill, I mean, I actually watched one of uh, True Vanguard's videos because he was talking to oh, some developers. Well, he was just talking to some other PvP developers that were mm-hmm. just to kind of get a perspective from somebody who actually creates it and stuff. The biggest thing I always wonder, and he mentioned it as well, is like, he always feels like there should be outlier protection. And I'm like, I am totally for that. Like one of the spectrum shouldn't play the other, but I always wonder how small of these skill gaps are they trying to get us into. I mean, if they have wider and they keep saying, Oh, it's like, we have only so many brackets. And then if they widen the pool of players, so like the top and the bottom have more to pick from, and they have a pretty big pool and it's like loose skill after or loose skill, very loose skill, but then more connection. I just always wonder how they say loose skill based matchmaking. I'm like, how loose are we talking? Are we talking like, can you play 75% of the bracket or can you play like 10%? We bumped it up to 15. Like those are the questions I wonder and they probably won't tell us, but I would still be very curious to know. That's the biggest thing is, I mean, I know it looked like Twitter last week was raving about the you know, SBMM coming out of some of the quick plays and that type of stuff. So you can have a little more just variety of matches, win some, lose some, close some. Um, but the biggest thing for me is always like the loose skill based matchmaking. I'm like, how loose, how close, how tight are we talking? That kind of stuff was more my question. And yeah, there's probably a joke in there if Travis laughed about it. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a, um, a sentence or two that I saw in reference to like almost like a snake draft, with skill skill based matchmaking from you know top and I was kind of surprised that that didn't exist prior like I thought that was how they had that made their determination with some of the skill based matchmaking so I just looked at some of the verbiage they used that I re- they are really utilizing different algorithms and systems than I thought initially and now seem to be you know course correcting on some of this stuff so uh another thing I was going to ask you is like sparrow control does that do anything for you be sparrows are in just to see them. <laughs> but I was I'm, a, I'm a sparrow guy. I mean, this I'm is a kinda, fight. I just thought it. I just this doesn't. I mean, it's fine, 
But I was like, it's if goofy. this is it's it, but I'm like, there's better. There's even better goofy they can do. Like this feels, of course, of this course. feels like a very low. Sorry to call it the Crucible team here. This just doesn't feel. This was an error, and you're like, oh look, it's a feature. It's like that is not. Hey, we made a new mode for you. This is a oopsie right. that we like, kind of put tape on and stuck it to the right. mode. That's. It's I just wasn't excited they, about it. No, I get it. I get it. It's clear they don't want to do um, Sparrow Racing League for some reason. Right? I, it's clear they, they keep avoiding it. To me, I look at this as a, as like a half measure. You know, say so I don't know if this is a hollow. That, that's branch, generous. But yeah, like I, 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 I guess who's clamoring for this is the is the thing that I'm curious. But I want to give it a shot. I just like Sparrow's just being part of something. So it, you know what it is. I, I know why. I was like, okay, it reminds me of D1. What was it called? Combined Arms. When yeah, you there were the big maps. Yeah, vehicles and a big map. So yeah, big I'm like, ass, all right, well, big ass moon thing we could do. Yeah, maybe we're we're pushing towards that. Just push towards what we want. So that's why I'm not going to condemn them all the way yet, even though I agree on its own. But that's it. I'm like, eh. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. That's just we've joked about so many modes and stuff like that. It's just kind of. It's fine. Uh, there were some updates to Trials Loot Pool, so if you do get a flawed card, the farther you go up the card, you get some rewards, which is nice to see. Yes. Um, trying to remember a couple mood rule changes. The promotions and relegations are just for the high end of comp. They also mm -hmm. said in comp, the higher you rank in comp, you're going to have weekly engram focusing based on your ranking. So if you're trying to get some mm -hmm. of the old stuff like Rose or the Sniper Rifle and any other stuff that cycles in there, if you've never got a great rose, and then you can still go in there and get a high ranking, then you can focus six, seven engrams a week. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be some benefit to get up there at least once a season, as opposed to, well, I don't like the weapon, not touch it at all. So it's a little better there, I thought. Uh, we will see the Citadel map, obviously, coming with the Dreaming City. And the ritual weapon is the caster, Void Caster Sword that can get Repulsor Brace and Destabilizing Runs together. Nice. Which I just got the World Drop Sword with that. The void, mm. like the sharp edged one. I got yeah. that with the same combination of perks. I didn't even know it could do that, but mm. I, I, I did save that. that one. Looks also like we have another perk next season called Attrition Orbs. Dealing sustained damage creates an orb of power. I actually kind of like that. I just hope it's on a few other weapons. Ooh. Machine guns, you know, if you're pumping them into like a heavy weapon or a heavy enemy. And then maybe a scout rifle and something similar. Give them an option to have sustained damage. I kind of like the idea of that a little bit. Um, but also last week, did you do the embargo engine? Did you complete yes. El Puzzle? Did you see all I'm the a, stuffs? I'm an idiot. I, I figured out. Remember I told you I was having problems? You had to go up first, didn't you? Bro, I mean, I didn't go all the way to the top and like the damn braziers. And that was the whole thing. It had nothing to do with me not having the cards. Yep. I was, I was so bad. But yes. We, I, what, I we, I, last week during the show, uh, somebody else in chat had that exact same problem. And then you and I were like, you know what? I bet you that's what ha was happening with Cog. Yep. That's <laughs> so literally what happened. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, bro, I, I liked it. I liked that Um, it, they tied it. You know, we, we go, we, we, we see this room in Savathun's, you know, we got, we see the egg, the sacred Amankara egg. I love the, the dialogue between, um, um, Ikora and um, Eris was Eris was actually being more conservative. Like this is dangerous. Like we yep. need to. And she's like, no, no, no. I we're gonna take this out of here. We're gonna bring this into Vanguard custody kind of thing, and we're gonna control the situation. And I love that little play between them two because she's like, 
that's kind of risky. And she, she was like, yeah, I kind of learned that from you during this whole season of The Witch. You've been the one that's been very risk-taking. So this is dope. I think this is ultimate fan service for the 15th Witch Wish. I, I, I Listen, I'm a, I'm a huge fanboy for the Dreaming City, huge fanboy for um that that raid. And um I love that they're paying this off. I think it's really cool personally. So, you know, law, this is the law nerd in me. This is like a deep cut. It may be light content. But for people who follow the law, we could appreciate that one. So it's fair service. That, that's fair service. Yeah, that's that's, it's all it is. And, and that's, no, it was Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I had a couple of questions for Travis, and I want to get your take on them. Mm-hmm. Do you think this in any way leads to helping the Awoken break out of their cycle? Our question or Travis' question? No, I asked Travis last week. I want your answer. Oh, you asked him a yeah. yeah, I think I think this is coming full circle. Yes, I, I think there's a chance because that was the whole link, right? They're in this perpetual loop, right? They can't break this cycle. So I, I would hope so that they pay that off as well. You know, what do you what do you guys think? Travis was nay, I think, right? Okay. Yeah, basically, my thinking cog was that mm-hmm. at this point the cycle isn't really even actually doing what it was originally built to do it's mm-hmm. not powering you know uh the sabathun's worm so that she can mm-hmm. be free to mess with humanity or whatever mm-hmm. um and i don't know what it would accomplish in that destination they would almost have to sunset that destination or at least make it less interesting which is if they resolved it and i don't know if they're willing to do that and so my thinking was like what we've seen historically from mm-hmm. them with okay. this sort of level of content, plus the fact that it doesn't really have any impact on the lore if we break the curse mm-hmm. or the the cycle or whatever you want to call it, it just doesn't seen it. doesn't seem likely to me. I'm not seeing mm-hmm. it, but hey, if if I'm wrong, I'll be pleasantly yeah. surprised. That'd be cool. I think I, I'm low on that. Getty, no, I was just gonna say I'm I'm basically I would like to see it, but I also know what seasons typically deliver. So I'm right. not expecting it. It's kind of I'm on that level. I'd like to see it. For one, the Awoken have been doing this time loop forever. They've been <laughs> Groundhog Daying for five years. Groundhog three-weeking, whatever you want to call it. So they've been stuck for a while. And I'm just like, if nothing else, like to see them. We know the Taken, the other Taken egg that, I'm, that Mara has. I don't know if that's going to get involved in the season. I just don't know where it's all going to go. But it feels like that destination has been in limbo for a while. So I would like to see it. I just don't know if it's... I don't know if it's in the cards. I feel like that's yeah. a bit much for a season to do. But as as Travis also said, I don't know what it does to the destination after. Because you have the dungeon. I mean, that's going to piss some people off, but... Hey, you got to put that new content somewhere. Yeah, it's like just, you know... the travel at? Where are we going to put the... Yeah, we got to have a You already got the destination right in the middle. It's hanging there. The traveler, you just click on the middle of the screen, come final shape, could so... Be. Could be. But yeah, and then we finally get our 15th wish. I will say that's actually cool because everybody's like, where's the 15th wish? So that part like, is cool. I wonder like if that years. was their plan. Did they just sit on the 15th wish with the know. intention of like using it as like their ace in the hole down the road? Like, like, like what if know, we need to be able to just do anything in the world? Okay, now we need yeah, to do like that. We were joking about like bringing Cade back was like their ace in the hole, you know, like, and now it's now it's like the 15th wish. It just feels like they're Oh yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. desperate times, brother. You always bring Gallahorn back. You bring the things that, you know, I know how they do. The thing that I thought was interesting though, how she had the coordinates right there underneath the web. 
<laughs> Did you see Sabathun's yeah. wing with yep, the coordinates? With the, I thought yep. that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got everything you need. And you're like, what? No, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I do. Now, the other question I had for Travis was, how do you think this season is going to play out? Like, what is going to be the weekly progression? What are we doing over the course of this? Are we just, like, going to work with the... Uh, whether it's the Techians or the Hidden or something. Well, do we hatch the dude or do that? I don't know. Do we hatch the Ahamkara? Um, and also, is it or is it six weeks of trying to figure out these things for the Wish? Then it hatches and we understand what to do. And da-da-da. like, do you yeah, think no it's just going to be the yeah. week one to week seven inside the exciting incident one and exciting incident to end the season and anything in the middle or anything more? That's a good one. I, I yeah, they. I would love for them to we could hatch this thing and, and it, we can have this this you know conflict about what we're going to do throughout the season but knowing them they will save the hatching for the very end yeah and then stretch it so we're going to be doing some other nonsense yeah you know, we're going to be doing well it sounded like yeah. Ikora on the radio had her we got to go do research to figure out how the wishes don't mm-hmm. get misinterpreted by the wish dragon because yes. that happens all the time. The Awoken have the wish wall that they can get some accurate wishes out of. So we got to understand more of how that works. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I expect us to be doing, which sounds real like busy work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. But, you know, cross my fingers to be surprised. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Good theory. Good theory. They'll gamify it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the other... I think the last thing we figured... Okay, so I wanted to get your guys' take. I already said it, and I don't know if this is going to be anything. It's probably not for you guys. In the press release for Season of the Wish, it was stated that the final shape comes out on February 27th. Do you guys think the delay is still... Is it actually going to happen, or do you think final shape is now cemented at February 27th due to the press release? Sorry, my tone could be giving away my thoughts on the matter. They try I, so hard for the, I'm sorry, Chad. Please go. Please, please, please go. Yeah, no, I, we talked about this yesterday, Cox. Oh. So it's probably a thing for you, or not oh, yesterday, okay. last week. But yeah, yeah, my answer was like, I don't think that they have figured out what the date is, the new date. And I think until yeah. they figure that out, they're not going to acknowledge the delay. Usually yeah. you acknowledge a delay. Once you've already announced a release date, you can't not have a release date. You have to announce a delay with a new release date. And so I think they're waiting for that. But yeah. Absolutely. They try so hard for this dirty laundry not to come out in a way. And it's kind of funny. They try to act like this whole expose did not happen public facing. I'm but sorry, to, to... but I'm like, you had Schreier and Rebecca Valentine. Those are probably the two, at least off the Bro. top of my head, the best investigative journalists, at least in gaming that mm-hmm. we've got in the industry at this point in time. Facts. And both of them said it. We and then know I know Tassie had his sources as well. Yep. I'm going, come on. Now, yeah, as Travis listen, said, they it. do have to figure yeah. out the details, and they're going to do that when Correct. they're good and ready, but yeah, you could at least absolutely. say, like, we're working some stuff out. Just Yeah, they try it, hard. It's, they, it's they one of those weird public-facing, yeah, mm-hmm. but the egg is just running down their face right now, and they can't well, do anything about how, it. How are they supposed to respond to it? They don't have a community team anymore. That's also a different problem. <laughs> oh, and then they also got nominated <laughs> for the Game Awards. Oh, for the yeah. best on best community brutal. support, and that's why I gotta go in a little bit. Get, I'm gonna get a little. No, no, like yeah, it's your it's is, your time. You weren't here last. This week. is my issue, and I know what people be like. Yo, there is no bias, or there's no 
problems with the nominations of the Game Awards. And these are the things that I point out. When it's like last year, Sifu was nominated in the best fighting game category. This year, you got Destiny. You got the devs talking about, oh, really? The best community with the comms team that you laid off and you fired? This, like, this is the issue. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Then I think it was one other that had, like, ongoing game was Cyberpunk or something. And I'm yeah, like, what that was are a- we doing? I have different definitions on some of that stuff, too. Like, you can feel like a game got snubbed or not. I don't care. You can enjoy right. every game, and none of them got it nominated. That stuff doesn't matter. But it's the way they mm-hmm. have some of the categories and nominations. Ooh. That did seem weird to me. Yeah, uh, game is the Game Sorry. Awards is my least favorite award show. Yeah, it's... Look, I'm happy it is. It's marketing. We, we all know it. It's, yeah. it's a marketing thing. But it's like, it pisses me off, because I look at you, Trav, and I, like, you play games and not only do you play games you play a plethora of genres and another thing i have an issue is what i consider genre bias like if if there's certain categories that people i know they don't play those type of games and they only play the hashtag just one stuff and i'm like these we got to stop with this template that this is the only thing that's great and nothing else is great because they don't play these other games they don't play fighting strategy live service uh, rts there's so many and, Dri- it, and these nominations exposed. I was gonna say driving it's, games it's, typically for driving. It's like yes. a staple. Dude, Preach. can we talk about how much of a travesty it is that there's a category called racing slash sports? Slash sports. And, yeah. And that and that and, and this is this is even worse in my opinion. Another category called strategy slash sim. That is even crazier to me. Well, it's and like, there's dude, six those, esports those are categories. Not the same at all. <laughs> like one of the so esports different. E. One of the, the coaches coach says he's said, not even a coach. I didn't even coach this year. Why am I yeah. in the category? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. No, that like. No, uh, I, so I, I, I know the way that this goes, which is that like Jeff has his team and his team invites people to participate in their vote. Right. And then the game gets enough nominations. It ends up on the ballot. Uh, the top, you know, six for each category or whatever it is. And then uh, community input. And another round of votes from the people that were invited determine the the outcomes of each category. So, like, that's the way it works, which is um, it, an okay model. But the the problem is that when you have a group of people that are just invited by some guy to come vote because that person trusts them, then you tend to get people who have a like how many people have played all of the games or all the games exactly. in a category or like exactly. they're like it when you do uh like the oscars there's like uh for your consideration copy sent to all the people that are in uh in the academy and so you have access to all those movies that, that you can't really do that in games because even if somebody sent you all 50 games you wouldn't have enough time to play them right you, you probably had enough time to watch movies though mm-hmm. um so that's not really an option but uh yeah, it's it's just not a very good system. And shout out to my fellow IGN contributor, Leanna, who, mm-hmm. by my money, is probably the best uh, writer we have on the IGN team. She writes all of our strategy and simulation yes. game reviews. She and she's a lead. master at it. And I saw yes. her tweeting. Oh, she, she was tweeting in. this week. She went in. She, went she in. was so annoyed at the strategy slash sim category because it would it had some of the like worst received strategy sim games of the year on it and then some massive omissions that like are absurd oh, like it's crazy that they're not on skylines there, and the game skylines. is completely 
Yeah, Dude, and they Company of 3, neither of those were reviewed it, well. They, they didn't put Dune Spice Wars in the category nomination. It was like one of the best games that came out in that category this year. So, yeah, uh, man, it's just, it's unfortunate. Like, I get it. You know, you're you're doing the best you can and you're kind of a one-man show just inviting people that you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the best way to do it. If it were up to me, each category would have like a, a group of experts that feel really qualified in that I space. Man, I literally said um, that on Duke, yeah. And I don't think that that's happening. Um, and there's also no, you know, rules about like, hey, you can't vote in a category unless you've played all the games that are nominated or you can't nominate a game unless you, you know, like that's, I would just do it differently. And probably mm-hmm. my version is impractical the way I want it to work, right? It probably can't actually exist, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of problems with this. The way I, I, I really appreciate the way IGN does it internally. We do our own game of the year and it's. I would say a lot more collaborative and mm-hmm. intentional. And I think we end up with fewer snubs and I think we get better results. And mm-hmm. a lot of us play a whole lot of different games and have different opinions and come from different mm-hmm. walks of life. So um, obviously I'm, I'm biased, but just having yeah. seen that, uh, that yeah. system firsthand, I really, I really like the way that we do it there, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of the game awards. I feel like their outcomes are always bizarre to me. The fact yeah. that Dave, the diver got nominated for indie game is crazy to me. Uh, and they did it last year with stray. I mean, stray wasn't as bad because at least it wasn't made by a billion dollar corporation, but like, yeah, I, Dave, mm-hmm. the divers nuts just because <laughs> it's pixel art. It's an indie game. I was like, yo, I love yeah. that game. And I don't think it should have been nominated. It should have been nominated for game of the year. But yeah. Not, but not in that category, not indie yeah. game. It's yes. not an indie game. Exactly. I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all a mess. Like I can pick apart half of the categories to say what's wrong. I mean, for me, game of the year, RE4 could be an amazing game, but I just don't think a remake should be in there. Hey, personally, oh, in my I, opinion. Oh. Y'all nope. with me on this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, thought, nope. I thought y'all was going to fight me. Get, it, get it off the list. Yeah. No here's my, here's my, like, it's here's not something about it, new and inspiring. It's it, not Travis. that it's a bad game or that the remake is bad. I played the whole remake and the DLC they released for it, by the mm-hmm. way. I, I really like that game. But yeah. in a year like 2023, when the future of gaming has never been more clear and there's been so many great games that show us what the futures look like, you're going to put a GameCube game as your, like, this is your flag in the ground. Like, we think this is the best we can do as an industry is a remake of an old game. I like that game. I do not think it has any business being nominated for game of the year then again my definition of game of the year is i want the game that pushed the industry forward the most that's what i look for and i don't think everybody shares that definition sometimes people just say the game i had the most fun playing and maybe there are a lot of people that had the most fun playing resident evil 4 and that's fine but for me i for me it's about like showing me something i've never seen before and doing something new and pushing forward the industry in some exciting way and i think you could not get farther from that than resident evil 4 as good of a game that is man all i can say though is like the youtube thumbnails are annoying because like why did this get snubbed and i'm just like dude it's some of that stuff is so stupidly frustrating on either direction of it but it's just everything got snubbed this year are you kidding me like you look through a category and be like i could put four more or different games in the same category it doesn't really matter the Mm. one that i'm probably would go hardest for let's go audio design i think alan wake probably should win that i mean you got dead space hi-fi rush marvel and resident evil 4 but alan wake's audio design just the unsettled nature of a survival horror game lights off in headphones i'm just like 
I that was amazing. I mean, terrifying, but amazing. I mean, every little Alan, Alan yeah. like every one of those, I'm just like, son of a move, no, <laughs> like those yeah. moments are good. Debut indie yeah. game is probably the other category that's my easiest pick, and that one, Cocoon, easy. Cocoon, yeah, love you, love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good I mean, Dredge was I good. Viewfinder's fun. I didn't play the other two, but Cocoon, that is just a. I told you guys I would give it a nine and a half or higher. So there were a couple that were easy, but there were yeah the best ongoing. The community sort just hurt our soul, all of us, because we're just that was a whole mess. Um, yeah, game of the year. I mean, I, you could take out Resident Evil 4 and put a combination of things in there and everybody would probably have a few. But I mean, the assumption is Baldur's Gate's probably going to win a bunch of those. So, you know. Yeah. Yep. And I haven't played it, yeah. but I have heard amazing things about it. So that one with wow. something I think it like deserves that. It. I was like, with I, that winning, I, mean, I feel OK with that. I'm, I'm I, voted, all for it. I voted for a different game for game of the year, but I, I fully would be supportive of Baldur's Gate 3 winning. Yeah. I think it deserves it. And it really, the only ones I would be like outright offended if they won are Resident Evil 4. And what was the other one? Spider-Man 2. I can't oh. believe that got nominated. That's like mm. the most sequely sequel I've ever seen where it's just like, all right, you did the same thing. Like, wow, no. you and Maddie yeah. share this. I'm surprised. I you Show me like something that. new. I I just, I've, mm. I've played, I, I've only played a couple hours of Spider-Man 2, but Ooh. I just am like, all right, I mean, this is solid work, but it's not what I look for in game of the year. I don't look for like a by the number sequel, which is what I would mm -hmm. describe. It's, it's like a safe sequel, right? Like it's like, it's People good, but the it's, they it's, said the it's build up is safe. crazy. Like it does some really amazing things. towards. And I didn't beat it yet either. So I can't, I haven't beat it yet, but <laughs> so, yeah. remnant two got snubbed hardcore. Yeah. Remnant two definitely would be one that Should've could belong nominated. in there. Now Diablo I will probably get like getting game of the year. Crazy that it didn't get nominated for. Game it's of had year. such Diablo this weird journey of like good launch, just like nerfing and all that stuff. And then season one came out with like a, basically a whimper. And then finally season two is now coming back. But I think that downslope and forgetful time is probably what settled in a lot of people's I, memories. I think, it sounds it's, like. I think it's that the vote, people that are invited to vote do not play ARP. Do not play those games. I, I, they don't I, play I, them. They don't that's play that's them. honestly what it is. It's just okay. like, I know the people that I know enough of the people to vote that. And the only one that I know who would, who I'm sure voted for Diablo four is Ryan McCaffrey. Cause he mm. loves ARPGs. And he, he said, I think last time I talked to him, he said Diablo four was his favorite game and I know he votes. So, but obviously what that wasn't enough. I mean, there's that one. Um, I guess I won't even bring up Hogwarts legacy. Uh, oh no. I brought yeah, no, I that... like the final dude. Yeah, please do yeah. everything we talk about right now. Yeah, bro. I brought you up. I brought the whole process and I said, look, I get it. See, this is where I combat people who say that there is no media bias or bias at all in these type of things. And I'm just like, we have to admit, for Hogwarts Legacy to not get any nomination on any level, there was a conscious decision made that they're not to be included. <laughs> and I, I don't, just I don't think that it. that's I don't think that that's a bias. I, I've seen people say that and I think it's unfair because mm -hmm. even IGN, I'm sure it's not going to get nominated for an IGN award, but mm -hmm. we gave it a nine out of ten. Right, right. You, we did our, we did our, we did our duty with that game, did right? Your duty. We did. They gave it to me for a reason, right? right? And you did your thing, and I did my thing. But mm -hmm. the, you, you can't account if there's a game that has a big controversy around it and has nothing to do with the quality of the game, mm -hmm. and even ten percent of the people who are voting won't consider that game because of that controversy. That's mm -hmm. enough to like pull it in that direction. I don't think Hogwarts Legacy should have been nominated for Game of the Year 
in general. Yeah, I, I don't think care about game of year. I'm any any other that. year, maybe, but certainly for like design, like the the castle alone in Hogwarts is oh, like such a crazy accomplishment yeah. in that game. I feel like there's some category you could have wanted in. I but agree. That's I think I'm when saying. people when people when people say like, oh, it's biased, I I just have a lot of questions about what they're talking about when they mean that because right. can I explain? I, I just I just want to say because sure. my whole point is we have to admit that there was a conscious decision to not include. So if you make a conscious decision to not include outside of the merits of the game, do you that think, is a level of... <laughs> how much of that true. do you think actually went on? I think some of it went on, but here's the thing. I will defend to my death the role of a review that it has to put aside every other consideration and just focus on the quality of the game. I don't know if that applies to game awards, frankly, mm, fair. because okay. I don't, yeah. what, what is a, what is a game award? And it's not really the same sort of, I'm reviewing this game. It's, it's very personal. It's like, how much did you care about it? And do you mm -hmm. think it had a positive impact on the industry? It's a lot more like touchy feely and personal than just like, was this game fun and was it worth my time? And so I could see somebody making an argument that like, Hey, I think that this game it does not represent the best we can do because of factors that have nothing to do with the game. And I'm going to take that into account in my vote. And I don't know if that's wrong necessarily. If they tried to make that argument in a review, I would say you have no business writing a review if that's how you feel, but I don't know if that's true in a game award. So that would be, I don't think it's apples to apples. And I okay. think that long as we acknowledge you know, it exists. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So it's I not think, a stretch I, I think there are certainly some people that voted in that awards that took things into consideration that had nothing to do with the quality of the game. I just I don't know if that's bias, and I don't know if that's even unethical or the wrong way to do it. Is there if sure? They were, they, if they're saying yeah. it about a review, fine. But I will mm -hmm. say this: I bet you there were a lot of people who didn't vote for it, even though they wanted to, because they were worried that them nominating would be seen as Bro, you know what I mean? I so there's like a lot of like you get an attack for reviewing the damn game. Exactly. Like it was, so it, it was disgusting. Just just to review it on whatever the merits of the game was. I, I it hurt. It broke. I'm emotional on this yeah. one because it. I didn't like what you went through, and I, I felt like the developers are being punished. And they even included a trans character. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt that is so sad that a whole team who don't agree with the particular ideology of an owner of the lore who didn't even make the this particular game, but just yeah. the, the the surveyor of the lore, they have an issue with. And I'm just like, man, man, that's, that sucks that that team is just yeah. completely locked. Yeah, I, I do think know? it's unfair, um, but I do think there were probably people who wanted to nominate it and just didn't because. Yeah out of fear of okay. like you know if i don't want to be the guy to stand up and be like what about hogwarts legacy and, you know in a group of of people that might or you know it's just it's nerve-wracking to do that oh, um to to stir the pot there um but yeah i i'm not that broken up about it hogwarts legacy was great but i don't think it was ever going to win game of the year and i don't really yeah. feel that strongly about any category it would win except for maybe art direction mm -hmm. um so it's kind of tough for me in general to oh, to fight dude. for it any other year yeah, this year I mean, was crazy, bro. I know. This, this year, year was, was just too crazy. It's like I said it on Twitter. It's like, you may feel butthurt because whatever game that you feel like you put a lot of time into and you love did get nominated or had a bad review score. It's like, who gives it? I'm trying not to curse, but who cares, honestly? Because if you had fun in a game, nobody who gives a game a score can tell you otherwise, and nobody who did or did nominate a game can tell you otherwise. If you had fun, that's literally all that matters. All that matters. 
Like, mm. I didn't have the greatest time with Starfield, and I know Cog had an amazing time with Starfield. Yeah, I was Doesn't really matter. Like, I had I I put 130 hours into it. I just didn't come out on the same side with the same feeling about it. That doesn't take anything away from Cog, like, going into full impri- in Enterprise, trying to find the right yeah, word, yeah, deck bro. of, like, crew members and all this stuff. Oh, I saw God, you talking right. about that a little bit and everything. So mm. you've gone hard in a different way. And it's like, you know, I put hours in Liza P., Liza P is an amazing game to me. Oh, and people go hard for that, right? Liza is mm-hmm. such a good game, but it's just such a stacked year. But I mean, if yeah, you had fun in a game, that was the biggest thing for me is just enjoy the fun. Alan Wake is the my pr- most bizarre, weird, scary, ridiculously gorgeous, and also just such a weird, weird ass game. But that's one of those, as Travis says, like a game that pushes things forward. That's a game I'm glad exists. I know it's not going to be one that everyone will play, but I am glad it exists because some of the stuff in there. Which one? Alan Wake 2. I'm just oh, yeah. glad it exists. I voted for it. Yeah, I voted like, for it for Game of the Year. That, I haven't played Sea of Stars. That would probably be definitely like an indie competing for me. And I haven't played Baldur's Gate. So there's a couple big ones that I haven't. But of my games, like standout, memorable, so many different, just so weird and bizarre there's a lot i didn't play but what i have that's definitely near the damn top for me just because it's so you don't get them like that and it's very very much a memorable journey mm-hmm. so uh anyway apparently we got off track there for a little bit everybody <laughs> yeah, we had to catch up yep uh let's see so today we did get a small twid we got a teaser for season of the wish as we talked about last week, we're like, oh, I wonder what they're going to talk about. does look like Mara's involved. does look like the claw comes out for the Ahamkara. So, and I really am going to be annoyed if that claw coming out or whatever the hatching of the Ahamkara is, is like week seven. And we've seen it now in this 10 second teaser. It's probably no, going to happen. So I think it'll be like uh, the giant fish in that season where we're oh, kind of like okay. conferring with it the whole season. There is a voice in the trailer and it's not a voice I recognize. And it might be the Ahamkara because Riven did all her imitations, but the voices, I don't think it's anybody else's in the teaser. I've only got a few, but it just sounds different. I said that on Twitter and some people were saying it might be the Ahamkara, which would make sense. Dope. Uh, Dragon's Breath is coming back yeah. in season 23. Now I wanted to ask you guys this. Lame. Oh, no, this is exactly why I wanted to ask it. This is also part of the season pass. So the season pass exotic is an exotic we have had before. And it's a. Exactly what I wanted to ask. So let me tell you what it does. And then we'll see if we're excited or not. What it do. So burn the world, the exotic intrinsic. Uh, The fuel counter passively increases the longer you go without firing it to a maximum of five. Firing Dragon's Breath then empties this counter, transferring the fuel to the rocket. The rockets then embed themselves in stuck targets, causing scorch damage and periodically ejecting incendiary fuel into pools around the target that inflict scorch damage to anyone standing in them. The more fuel the rocket is fired with, the longer it lasts before detonating and the more fire it spreads. Second one is High Octane. With this intrinsic, nearby ignitions... Instantly refill your dragon's breath with two fuel. Plus, when its fuel fully refills, it reloads itself. Once you've got this thing in hand, make sure you to go pay a visit to the gunsmith so you can get the catalyst. The catalyst passively replenishes your dragon's breath fuel faster. Eliminating combatants with this weapon causes them to spawn fire sprites. 
is this something you're at all excited about? Or no. I said Travis. He feel he feels strongly. Travis has thoughts. Anyway. Look, I get that they're putting Dragon's Breath in the game because it's the season with a dragon in it. That's not lost on me. I I get that they're doing a pun, and let me let me tell you, I respect puns and all that. But mm-hmm. this on? is a very underwhelming pick. Not only is it one of I mean, I get that some people like it because you could create sunspots and force enemies to walk off of cliffs and stuff. I get that. But uh, I never really liked this weapon. And I'm really sick of seeing. Yeah, I just didn't care about it. And I really am sick of seeing. Revised and reprinted uh, guns in this game. We have enough of that. And this wasn't No Land Beyond, which was the only <laughs> That's the real issue, the crux of the issue. Here. That's the real issue. This, it wasn't No Land Beyond, which is the only <laughs> uh, only exotic weapon besides Icebreaker that deserves to get uh, put in this game in some form. But uh, boring. Boring <laughs> is my conclusion. Oh, here's, the, here's an even best part, best part I just saw on Twitter. In the mm-hmm. final shape showcase, Bungie teased Dragon's Breath as a returning weapon along with Kavastov and Red Death. But there's just a teeny tiny bit of text on the screen that you can't read where it says exotic weapons show coming in future seasons and the final shape. Okay. But that was actually shown off in the showcase, mm-hmm. but with a little bit of text. So they knew this was coming for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, clearly I'm what I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I like the rework. I love how it's uh, synergizing with uh, Solo 3.0. I'm a, what it is, I'm a Solo 3.0 guy. I'm a Fire Sprite. I'm a Scorch guy. I'm the guy running the raid trace and with in, incandescent. Um, this, I have a whole build that's going to fit perfectly with, with, with me. So, yeah, like I thought it, I like the whole part where, you know, it passively goes up to five. I want to see how it works with the kind of like the puddles when and like you're doing DPS and it looks like it's doing maybe sustained DPS. It doesn't seem like, like it's going to do DPS. That's the way I read this though. And that's my worry is it scorches. It says it will um, eject incendiary fuel into pools around the target, not on the target specifically itself. So if it surrounds the target, he's just walking right. around like, right. having the pools so around him like and a, he's not like cooking. a horn. Like a wither horde kind of effect, would we say? Would we guess? But like a donut of a wither horde, because the target you shoot it at doesn't sound mm-hmm. like it's going to be getting the damage itself so until the, the explosion. Me. The part with burning the way it world sounds, is, is, I could be completely uh, wrong. Yeah, rockets embed themselves in struck target targets, causing scorch damage and periodically injecting fuel. Yeah, so you hit it and do scorch it. once. So you hit it scorch one time, comes out, and then it's yeah. slowly ejecting like the fuel into pools around the target that scorch anyone standing in them. Now, if the boss mm. wanders into it, that's one thing, but if it's a stationary target, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm it doesn't sound like it's going to do that much damage. So for me, this sounds like it's not going to be mm. not going to be great for DPS and how many how many enemies are around a boss, a big yeah, boss. That, 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 if that's the case, correct, yeah. So for me, it just doesn't sound like it's going to do that much. Now, I could be wrong, if it's just sitting there, you know, you he's just standing in a pool of oil that's on fire the entire time. That might be different, but right now, in my head at least, it sounds like because what I'm picturing is the little blobs that come out of your grenades. Mm-hmm. They have a decent like arc to them. So if those right. things are around the boss, unless it really wanders around a lot, he's not even going to touch those things. 
But it's got to do something. They can't make it a, a completely useless. It's could suck. Watch them. <laughs> I was like, it totally could suck because it sucked before. Did you did you use the exotic from this season? Uh, the arc. What you call it? Um, Auto rifle. I was not thinking it was the grenade launcher. There's the oh, grenade right. launcher. It was yeah. the grenade launcher. It was last season the auto rifle I'm thinking? Oh, the, oh yeah. yeah the, auto, the, the arc auto. Was, you gotta was, like, yeah. 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 I rest my case. It was there. It was like, I was like, I've got an I, I rest my case. It's like, it I've got there. an Nikolos SMG that's <laughs> but legendary. See, they, they, they know this weapon. This weapon has a storied history. It first came out lame. And it's going to do it again. And then they remade it and made it a little better. <laughs> But I, I'm it was lame again. No, they just can't bring it. Be, right. I don't know, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. I okay, you want to know what's funny, though? Missing. I wanted to actually, for your birthday, I tried to look it up and see if I could send you Crumble. You are too far mm-hmm. away from one, and I was going to do it. But if I can, I what will do crumble? big ass cookies. They're just massive cookies that you can buy, and they rotate flavors every week. Um, I didn't realize Cog was a cookie boy. Yeah, I get the cookies on me. I just figured it was going to be a surprise, but I couldn't just get. I couldn't get it oh, to you. Good. I just um, sent him a disrespectful text. I believe that. That would be very fitting from Travis. It's like, this is your annual roast. Here you go. I did. I forgot I roasted you one year. Yes, yes. you did. You yeah. did. That you was did. good. That was, yeah, you was good. You I should have done that to Cog. Yep. Uh, no, I was going to say, do you want to do like a friendly wager over this thing sucking or not? Oh, how effective. Oh, yeah, a little friendly wager. Let's do it. I, I, I got a little cop. They, this, this thing has been historically garbage. This 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 rocket, and I think it's it going to really stay is. that way. Unfortunately, they want this to be great, so I'm going to bet that they're going to. There's some little mechanic, or when you get the catalyst and you truly see the. When Azacross is doing his damage test video for the brand new exotic, you think it's going to be a worthy contender? I say it's going to be a DPS beast, but because you know, let me tell you why. You know why they, they this? Is what they why do. would the you key. ever use it in your heavy? It's an exotic because and in your heavy slot. The key point. Is the longer you go without firing it, it which gets means you can't fire. do DPS with right. it, right? So that's how they're balancing it. That when you tell me you got to, you can't, Cope. you got to build it up. Copium. So that's that's a hard copium hit, right? Copium. Copium. You know what people said this, and I laughed. They said this when Leviathan's breath, and they did the rework. People, oh, it's and now they look at Leviathan's years. breath. Destiny, it took about four. We months. might have Destiny three by the time this thing is good. All right. <laughs> With the track record of Levi- Leviathan's Breck took took long enough that we might get Destiny three before this is good. Yeah, I think we're sleeping, man. I think it right. might be something. Yet. We'll do we'll do a little fun. I don't know, Cindy a pizza or something. So yeah, friendly bet. We we'll do a little friendly bet. All right, and everybody. But the caveat is with the catalyst fully. Oh no, I mean yeah, catalyst is fair, but catalyst doesn't sound like it's doing. A... Oh, it's making fire sprites. Those are so so great. <laughs> Um, so they have some economy changes they mentioned last week. They also are mentioning a little more for Lost Sectors. I tweeted this out, and it did not get a lot of love, so I'm curious your guys' thoughts. Um, there are apparently are going to be Gunsmith engrams, so like everybody else, he's getting a rework. And then Lost Sectors will have a chance to drop world drop weapons. If you run a Legend, it's going to be 70%. If you run Master, it's going to be 100%. Also, thorough master thorough completions on master difficulty will also have the advantage of dropping an additional perk in the third or fourth column, helping you go after the perfect roll. These are world drops that typically have a bunch of options, though, so that can be tough. Mm-hmm. It's on a four-day rotation. No, I'm not going to read them all off. 
you know, you've got the Nox Perennial, which I think is that sword I got, the Glissando, which is that Strand Scout, uh, the Battle Scar, a little Kinetic Pulse, Harsh Language is probably the one I would go after if I didn't have one already. Um, are you going to be running solo Lost Sectors or World Drop Farming? No. Depends on the weapon, but most likely not. But depends on the weapon. If it's a, don't if it's like, a uh, listen, if it's a metal weapon one season, I gotta gotta farm a little bit. But for the most part, no. Yes, Travis is right. For the most part, no. Unless there's some really busted. I like the extra perk thing. What was it? They said if you do master, you if get you do the... a thorough clear. Yeah, farm about it. Really, about it. man of your talents. I mean, we do it anyway with the new the wor- the, Well, out. the world drops are not the recent world drops. The newest ones will eventually find their way into the Lost Sector chests. Mm. And then after a while, then they'll just end up in Gunsmith or Zer. This is just a place for world drops to go from the world drops to the Lost Sectors to eventually almost the either. Right. Uh, I just... I got some feedback on this one on Twitter. People are like, I hardly go in there anyway. This is not the first time. This is not something I'm probably going to go after. There are a few people who might take advantage of this, but I honestly, when there's four different weapons a day, unless someone is keeping track, which day's rotation weapons are going on, somebody's going to have to go in. Then you might get a weapon. You're like, okay, what day is it? If I refer back to the spreadsheet with oh, these weapons, that's content right there, bro. That's content, bro. I'm just giving you the alley-oop. That's you know what the to content do. I'm trying to get away from doing. I do not want to do that stuff anymore. I don't want to do the daily repetitive BS stuff. I do like Lost Sector guides on kind of a chain when I know I'm going to be on vacation. Because that's like one of those things, especially if it's like I've done, you know, a week before. I'll be like, sure, post something. If you guys are looking for Lost Sectors, maybe it makes it to you. It's kind of easy and it's schedulable. But I'm trying to get away from that stuff. But also for no. the... No, keep doing it. You're okay. an all Zer channel now. Oh, you just do Zer. I do videos. Zer videos every day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- four days of the week you're like showing four... what Zer has got in his inventory and talking about his loot, and then the rest of the week you're speculating and doing. Well, like the... you know, we're gonna do betting pools, betting pools and wagers, and yeah, yeah. It's a treasure trove. You're gonna be the biggest Zer channel on YouTube. It's like Fallout does it in 59 seconds and passed basically everybody who makes one of those videos, so it's fine. Uh, we also have the date for the new dungeon. Not really surprising. It is Friday after reset, so I kind of expected that as that was the last thing before. So three days later, new dungeon coming up. No name yet? After the season starts? After the season, yeah. So and no yeah. name yet, right? No. Cool. No name, nothing cool. there yet. Uh, Prime Gaming, you got the little emote with the baby, uh, baby sparrow. Not you call me? a lot. And then they said next week, I can find the post. We will talk about abilities and exotic armor changes next week. Apparently, that's going to happen on Wednesday. Okay. So that is everything we've got for. Well, that's a new picture. I haven't seen that one. I wonder if I'll post it to you guys. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, it was just in the tomorrow. it was the TWAB mm-hmm. picture. Mm, nice. Now, mm-hmm. in looking at that, yes, is that a taken Amkara or regular one? Maybe that's just how they look regular. Travis, what do you think? 
I don't know if you guys, Where's you guys photo? can't see this picture. Oh, it's in Discord. And I know chat, you guys can't see it, but basically there's the picture on the TWAB. Uh, but it has Mara looking. But I'm just looking at the right leg closest in the picture. Looks like it has kind of that taking energy at the arm. Hmm. I can't it's tell, really though. Weird. I don't know what color they naturally are. I mean, yeah. if it's in an art, isn't it in a throne world? I mean, it could be the lighting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't know, like, Aham Ahamkaras exist in our reality, right? They used to, and then they went, they went extinct or something. Well, they, they, yeah, but like, they were hunted. Hunted, yeah. Yeah, yeah but don't they, um, do th don't things sometimes look differently in their throne world? That. Or in a throne world? Possibility. We gotta yeah. consult with Bife. It doesn't look taken to me though, because it doesn't yeah. have like the black and white shimmering. It just looks like I maybe agree. it's uh they're trying to make it look ethereal or something. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well Yeah, I th I think this image confirms that we're gonna be talking to some giant thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be crazy not to reuse that model they worked on super hard. Yeah. They've had it in one or two places, but that definitely seems like a big one. Yeah, next week we'll get exotics and ability reworks. They said there's going to be some stasis all over the artifact from perks. And yeah, they get stasis, boy. Whew. Yeah, so they're going to be having some fun trying to beef up stasis. I forgot stasis was in the game. Facts. I haven't used stasis in so long. Been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who bought, bought the PlayStation Portal, mm -hmm. that came out. Cricket, and then, cricket, cricket. Yeah, I will tell uh, that is such a weird use case to me. Yeah. I was like, for, if you are in, say, a small apartment, you've got like one TV and you and your girlfriend share or something like that, and she wants to watch something you want to play, that is, that is like the use case. British break off, yeah. Yeah, like. But here's that, the thing, even but, if that were happening, E, you could still just play it on your phone. I mean, you could, and I think that's a, this is a better version of that, but for $200, the lack of Bluetooth is stupid. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then it was just, so I just, that's I was. Wild. It blows Do you have me to use away. a corded ear pop? No, like... they have like their PlayStation Link specifically. They're like Pulse headsets or, and then earbuds that. Do the, it's like proprietary. I'm going. Proprietary. Yeah. You just got to be in their walled garden. Yeah. And, and oh. my thing is they did a review and you can't even use this on, you know, like hotel Wi-Fi or most Wi-Fi requires that browser connectivity. Yeah. The browser. Anything. I saw that was, there's no too. browser on it. So you can't even connect to hotel or any other Wi-Fi. So it's just like, yeah. well, like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have a great experience over hotel Wi-Fi. Let's be honest. I'll be. True, but they they offering a Wi-Fi option, so it's just like yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those things that came out. I thought about it for a little while. I was like, oh, it could be fun sitting on the couch. And then as soon as the OLED got announced, I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, that was the easiest switch I've ever had to make. So I was very happy that that got announced when it did. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else going on this week, though. Pretty quiet. We got Iron Banner. I mean, I literally grabbed one or two of the Strand Fusion rifles, so I have a Strand Fusion option. But outside of that, there's not a whole lot going in Iron Banner. Really not. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
I don't think I'm jumping in that band. <laughs> what they got? Oh, so they leaving Decider. Oh, Decider Auto's going. For what? Lethal Abundance. And I'm looking at the uh, what's leaving and new and then returning as far as what banner. The whole oh, yeah. That's a whole bunch of stuff that I'm not really excited about either. Yeah, I wasn't excited about those weapons. Uh, I think my wife is making food because now Teddy. I can smell it. Look at Teddy. <laughs> Dead kid. <laughs> Shout out to Ted. So the guy with maximum triumph score. Yep, he got it again. Um, one thing I saw it was signed by the Destiny community team, and the exclamation point on above that was a picture of a cat. So shout out to Cosmo for writing the twid, because that is that's his little sign off. I mean, it says community team, mm-hmm. but that's a little Cosmo nugget. So shout out to Cosmo mm-hmm. still holding down the fort. Yes, absolutely. Uh, holding yeah. down the Cosmos all hey. by himself. Hold it down. Yeah, it's kind of uh, limbo mode. I mean, I'm slowly grabbing up a few bounties just because that dungeon is going to be a quick ask. So if I can have a little artifact power, that'll help me. But for most people, not a lot going on for the next week and a half or so. Now, I do want to tell all of you guys, if you made it this far into the show, Morla Gordona is going to join us two weeks from now. So November 30th, she's going to be our guest on the show. We're going to spend, and I know that is literally... Day before the dungeon, day after new season. We're going to save the new season talk. If it fits, maybe. Like if Eris is involved in the season. But that is mostly going to be focused on her as long as we've got her on the show. Depending on time-wise, if there's any time after, maybe. But that will be the focus of next show. Definitely talking to Morala. So if you have any thoughts of questions or anything that you're curious to ask her, ping me on Twitter and I'll try and kind of keep a list going and going to try and get some topics together. I wanted to ask you guys, though... Um, is there anything that you think she has never been asked before? And this is also for chat. So she's done, yeah. and I've looked up multiple podcasts. Yes. And the one thing, because I talked to her for about 20 minutes to set this up. Yeah. And she's like, I can give those those answers of like, hey, where'd you get your start? What are some of the things yeah. before? But what are the out-of-the-box questions that you would ask Morla that you think have not been asked of her on five other podcasts, for example? I don't think she's ever been asked about the Eris Morn has got it going on music video. <laughs> I and there you have it. I'm the only one who would ask about that. And therefore, I'm definitely going to ask about it. You're going to have to like link it to her, though. Like before I'm going to ask starts. if she has seen it. And then if she yeah. hasn't, we're going to play it. Fully you... composed song. I'm going to ask if she's heard it. And if she hasn't, we're going to show it to her. And then my, and then I have several follow-up questions like, how do you feel about being thirsted over as Eris Morn, a crazy lady with three eyes mm-hmm. and has anybody ever offered to pay you to step on them? <laughs> That's another question. <laughs> That's a good follow-up. I think he will. <laughs> Has got it going, going on. on. Wow, I've never has seen it. Going on. This is hilarious. If you have not seen this music video, I will link it in the. Yep. I gotcha. This is the yep. music video. Doing it, Doing it. guys. I'm the only real journalist here, and <laughs> you can tell in the quality of the questions. You know, it's like really the quality. It's like when I ask a question, everybody's like, "Whoa." This guy 
Got a good habit levels to this, bro. It's levels. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Eris <laughs> Morn rule 34. What the heck is that? That's basically what I'm asking. Oh, is rule this 34. It? If you can think of it, there is porn of it. That's rule 34. Oh. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So basically, I'm asking if she knows how thirsty the internet is for her character. And if she doesn't, I'm going to be the first to inform her that there's found fanfic about Eris Morn. And I'm, I'm for one, I'm excited about it. What are you curious to, to ask her? You know what I mean? I love the behind the business stuff. Just the, again, stuff she's probably already been asked already, but just process stuff. Like, I love that. And, and then how they pivot, you know, when, when things get changed. Obviously, we got, I want to talk about, you know, untimely, you know, working with, with Lance, you know, and, and th- those interactions and stuff yeah. like that. Um, oh, man, so much I want to ask her. Just her character in general is just such a, you know, unique character. She's one of the few who's been, she's been with us for like nine years. She's nine years, one of the yeah. longest now at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So she's been holding on. Mm-hmm. So that is, I'm out of town next week. So if these two do a show without me, more power to them. Um, but I am out of town next week. So not much coming from me. Um, Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you trying to this man slave drive. You trying to work us with that? I am. I damn. We get no day off working for Travis. Damn. Doesn't take vacation, so damn. you know. Wait, we're we're doing next Thursday. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm boycotting. I'm not. I'm not even here. Okay. I'm going to be in Kansas. The stage of uprising. What day is Thanksgiving? I don't Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Oh, it's on the day. Dude. Yeah, it's yeah, on the day. Like, yeah, we are not doing a show. Like, I don't know if you guys are going to do anything. <laughs> like, like saying, I I'm out of I town. Worked that day. I worked that day. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, you know what I'm thankful for? What? What are you thankful for, Travis? Your future, future your wife? Your future wife? Uh, she's all right. <laughs> Mostly. Big <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm thankful for. Um, I'm thankful you found somebody who can put up with you, facts, and out with me. You'd be surprised. Put up and put out. Yeah, I mean that's part of yeah. a that's part of a relationship. That's fair. So if you know some relationships, you should tell Summer about that. She needs to hear it. You out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great two person interview with Morla when we come back yeah, because we... the the podcast is getting a little. Uh, we're getting downsized here in the Thanksgiving break. We lay, we do a layoff. We doing layoffs in the Thanksgiving break. Yeah, yeah Travis is gonna get a layoff. Last, last word lays off thirty three percent of their staff. It's <laughs> no good. We didn't hit our projections. Yeah, yeah, our projections. Uh, the views have been low. The content has been light, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and have to let you go, Travis. It's been good. It's been a good run. Thanks, man. I yeah. like the people in comments who don't believe that I found somebody who puts out fair. You called my bluff and I was, I was making that up. Yeah. Oh so. my God. Uh, Flew too close to the sun on that one. Got Cog, caught. Yep. Cog's going to be in a food coma. Now that I believe, do you go hard on yeah. Thanksgiving food? Yeah. Are you like, I'm a Thanksgiving yeah. guy. I love you don't Thanksgiving. follow him on Instagram. He posts his whole cheat day. <laughs> He's like the rock dude. It's just nothing but pancakes and ice cream for, full 24 hours it's great two pizzas a a tired like tray of brownies you know what is your what's your thanksgiving food i feel like you've i've asked before what is basics i'm I'm pretty much the you know 
What's the template? What do right? you? What is your favorite? Like, what is your like favorite one or two dishes? Gravy. Is, the, is there anything? I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess he likes mashed potatoes and gravy. That's gonna be my actually guess. Why don't stuffing and cranberries stuffing. and cranberries. I love the cranberry mixed with the turkey. Like that to me. I don't, I hate to just a dry turkey by itself. Gravy. You can do yes. a cranberry on a turkey sandwich. It's pretty good. Yeah, but the cranberry. Oh man, it's so good, so good, so good. It's like cheat. It's like a little. Like you know, like like candy in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like having something sweet but can mix off with the other. What could ease be? Let's think of the blandest thing. What okay, what's the, the turkey by itself dry? No, no, he's not gonna like it. No, that. you wanna know the best Plain thing is I am so tired of turkey. If I'm involved in Thanksgiving at all, I don't want turkey on the menu. Really? See, I told I'm you. So no, I no, would that's much rather because because remember he's a he's a meat fascist. Cock. What he doesn't what is what? That is the yeah, one thing I will consume most of is probably that. I know, but you're you're. I do love buttered it. rolls. You, you, Everybody loves butter on bread, though. Come on, like you you make all your meat pass the eugenics test before you consume it. It's got a <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. Why yeah I call yeah. you a meat, but you're a meat fascist. Yeah, no you contaminants. Very specific types of meat. Yeah. Yes, as e. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So my guess is based on that. God, what what is it? Come on, Travis. What is it? What is it? Close your eyes and channel your inner cockazoid. What is it? <laughs> What is it? I'm gonna go. I think maybe. I think maybe it's mashed potatoes. For me? Yeah, no, it's always dessert. Uh, it's like pumpkin pie, isn't it? Or hell no, pumpkin, no pumpkin pie pumpkin can pie? pass. No, I'll take a Dutch. Oh apple right, pie. you don't like anything that kids sweet don't potato like. pie. Uh, ice cream. Uh, I can't honestly say I've ever probably had a sweet potato pie. Wow, oh, you ever had a sweet potato pie, bro? Mm. I'm not against it, but I don't honestly know. I cannot do pumpkin pie. That'll kill me. So let's not do that. Okay, just kidding. Um, let's not do that. Apple pump, ap- pumpkin lake. It's just not usually it's I mean, if it's all that's there, I might have the tiniest sliver and probably cover it in like whipped cream if it's an option. But honestly, mm. like Dutch apple crumb, probably my number one mm, Dutch so cherry pie as well. Both good. Okay. You only uh, like the Dutch. Got it. Somebody yeah, said, invite is... me to a barbecue. I'm literally going to spend all day yeah, tomorrow, by the way. Barbecue. I'm going to cook a brisket for about 16 hours tomorrow. So but no euphemism. For what? What is going to happen <laughs> for 16 it. hours? Just say it. Say it a little more slow. I'm not tantric over here. Okay, we're we're just yeah. getting I'm gonna all be off. Cook, the... I'm going to be cooking a brisket for five hours if you know what <laughs> Who, I mean. Well, I'm trying to think <laughs> of what celebrity is all about, yeah. like the tantric. Oh, is it like what? Sting or something? Like Why are we just tantric? About? Like it's a whole thing. Yo, I'm over here he, basting, he, heating, he, heating, heating my meat. Yeah. I'm like, this is just <laughs> yeah, we have oh, gone we off the rails. I've got to mark the podcast mature now, guys. We have officially. No, dude, that's fo- why his porn star name is the Slow Cooker. You don't know that about E, bro. He goes hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> Chat is out of pocket. I don't. I can't. I can't follow that. Yeah, okay, so really if that's like... my name, we already got <laughs> what's what's Cog's name? Roast him too, or is it always uh, my... Lord Beefy? I'm gonna go yeah, with uh, Caramel Thunder. I'm gonna go with that for Cog. I don't know. Why. Like an 80s wrestler. Why that makes sense to me? <laughs> 80s wrestler. <laughs> Carmel be wearing Carmel Thunder. Carmel Thunder, you gonna be playing for the Miami Heat here in a minute? Is that where he was? Where did he go? Uh, I don't know. I just no, pulled he that was out of my wazoo. 
I don't know enough about Cog. We're still getting to know each other, you know, in that way. What's going on? Robinson, I got I got I'm doing you a disservice by not letting you have a sweet potato pie. I'm gonna take him to the cookout. Don't worry. And then we're gonna take care of E. I would try that. Desserts, huh? See, I like for me, it's always the stuff like it depends on how you grow up having Thanksgiving. It's like if you have a really big family and it's like green beans out of a can. Gross. Green mm. beans that are like sauteed with like a little bit of bacon and onions and stuff in a skillet. Totally fine with that. Bacon? Yeah. God, you guys are crazy in Texas. You put bacon on everything, don't you? No. <laughs> Bacon's good, but no, not on everything. No, that's just... Anyway. I don't like right. the green bean casserole, mostly because it's the... Like, usually it's like cream of mushroom soup or something or whatever's in yeah. there. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, cranberry sauce is fantastic. I like to make a homemade cranberry orange one. That's usually what I end up doing. Very good. Uh, mashed potatoes. I do a red potato mashed potatoes. Leave the skin on. Simple, though. Just salt, pepper, butter, and milk. But just, like, got to whip it to the right consistency. Uh, whip it real good? Yes, whip it real good. Uh, but protein no, no, anymore no, though no, my no, wife no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah with, ch with children with children i'm just trying <laughs> to get you to say hip-hop phrases that's the fine handle. i'll just i'll just keep talking about food and you guys just take it take it the rest of the way so that's that's fun good times but yes there will be thanksgiving ahead by some of us next week at least mm -hmm. i'm a hard pass i'll be playing yeah. games been games. You Game sounds fun. You still hmm? work there. You still working that day. Oh yeah, I work that year. I work. I work uh, both my jobs on next week. So interesting. Good times. Also, he doesn't take vacations. I Crazy don't, doesn't. dude. I get bored. I tried taking vacations, and like literally, like maybe like thirty-six hours in, I'm like suicidal. I'm like. <laughs> this unit has no function. Like, I just don't, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. It's hilarious. So, yeah, I'll be working, but it'll be, mm -hmm. it'll be cool. I mean, it's definitely going to be slower, um, which is nice. Get to catch up on some games. Yeah. Catch up on some backlog. This, this time of year is a little depressing for me. I don't like it when things are. Well, it's like, you love being busy. You love that. Oh. Yeah. That workaholic nature. That's my, dude, I'm American. Mm -hmm. Unrepentant. Going in. That's right. Good times. Well, gentlemen, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know much else. Hoping I get a Steam Deck. I got a long cook, slow smoke tomorrow. And <laughs> the innuendo. Slow cooker. I like, <laughs> I mean, it's now, now everybody's mind is in the gutter. Yeah, so we, it's, we it's, all yeah. laid in now. <laughs> I just, the slow There's smoke no... was just too good. <laughs> Um, is it gonna make you feel better this? if I gotta Before go trim we... my eighteen pound or what is it sixteen pound brisket? I gotta go trim my hey, sixteen pound 16 pound brisket. Dude, that's sixteen pounds of meat right there. That's, that's a lot of times. meat right there. So it's yeah, not quite sure. nineteen inches of venom, but we're getting there. So for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoever, uh, whoever, well, whoever had the Twitter account that day had some fun because yeah, it was like sure PlayStation did, yeah. UK, and they're like, I think I got to do it. <laughs> Something yeah, that came up with it was like, I gotta do it. They did it for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the episode. I think that's before we probably. go. Can nope. we all just say what we're thankful for about Destiny before we leave, mm. and then that'll be the show? Yeah, oh, I like that. Let's do it. You set it off. I like because you had a good, great. Yeah. Idea. Um, I am thankful for um 
I'm trying. I'm 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 deciding between two things. Mm-hmm. Um. What you thankful? What you thankful? I'm thankful for that sound that you get when you open an exotic where it goes. You guys know that? I'm thankful yeah. for that. That's yeah. that's always been a great sound. And no, like when, when it when pops the exotic... on the ground is what you're talking about, right? It's like. No, no. I'm talking about when you when you open it and it goes. You know that noise? You, I mean, getting... I'm sure I do, but yeah. Yeah. It's like. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like when I feel you, like uh, it's the sound. I'm thinking of one sound similar is when it pops out of an enemy and like lands on the ground, but it's probably mm-hmm. the same. Oh, that, that it might that might be a less loud version of it. I'm talking about like when it's one of the ones you open, like a uh, the Eververse ones. If you open an Eververse package when you're in the store and then it turns into an exotic and it goes wow wow wow, that's probably it. a similar sound. That, then. Like, yeah, yeah, it's probably a similar uh, sound. That noise, uh, even when the exotic sucks, it tickles my brain. <laughs> oh, Destiny is all about the psychology. I mean, we got yes. for sure. Yeah, tickles my brain. I'm 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 thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Thankful Destiny. Two things. One, the community first. You know what I'm saying? It's the friends you make along the way. <laughs> you know, that that is that's the best, man. Pander. You guys. Pander. Panda, definitely pandering, pandering. As far as the uh, game itself, it's just that it's that skybox, man. It's that that gunplay, man. You know, just when you land Those are on that, two different things. Yeah, it's just it, it's a feel. That's these a feel. I can't quantify it, but it just it's a relaxing thing. I put it on. It's it's music, skybox, gunplay. That's the whole game. The game. <laughs> so it, there's nothing that satiates that for me and when when you come back you go there it is there it is you still complain about certain things but once you get going yeah that's that's my thing so i'm just thankful for the gameplay you know i'm always going to be thankful that that, that's all it's comfort food that's these comfort food food. yeah that's what it is you go into politics cog that was the most political (laughs) i'm good i'm good i'm cooking it up good what's your favorite thing about america and you were like freedom and motherhood and you know freedom I mean, like, and you, like, democracy said, you, like said and... all the things like yeah. <laughs> diversity and the family <laughs> and we were just like what dude that was not one thing at all that was not what the y'all was, was, not was going words. on i was going on i was going on i was, I was feeling good about it what, what's, your, what's your one thing uh probably the one thing that keeps us kind of going right now the characters in the story yes uh, the voice work, the world that they've built, all these different destinations, the fact that we can speculate, are we going to go to the Dreaming City, reset this like three-week cycle that it's been for five years, deal with an Ahamkar dragon, talk to Marasov, who's this weird awoken god who's got her own throne world. All this stuff is happening in this world, and we're going to be talking to these people. And the voice performances, I mean, R.I.P. Lance Riddick this year, Sexton, mm-hmm. I mean, getting yeah. back Cade, the fact that we've had him for just... All the characters and the world that they have built, mm. I just hope they don't squander it as we go into what's upcoming, whenever we get it, that is. Indeed. Indeed. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I told you guys what I got going. You got anything to say before we go, or are we wrapping it up? Ooh, happy Thanksgiving to the realm of the, the happy Thanksgiving. and Thanksgiving. Don't forget word. to be thankful for things. It's the yes. true meaning of Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And then go and stampede your fellow man at a mall. I don't even. I'll I'll tell you this. <laughs> on, Black Friday. You can do it online now. Just do that. One. No, no, no. Look, I don't even go shopping on Black Friday. I show up just for the stampede. 
just to see the madness. I'm not even there to buy anything. I just want to be a part of the huddled masses uh, stabbing each other in the throat. So you went out of pocket for a TV. <laughs> really, no, I don't want the TV. I'm not even there to shop. I just, you I just, just want to see the chaos. I'm just, no, 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 I'm there to participate. I'm there to, oh, because I want to, I want to, I want to push somebody out of the way, you know? And then once I get to the front of the line, I'm like, all right, well, that was the fun part. And then I just go, mm. you know, well, really on that nice. bombshell, uh, I think we'll wrap this thing up. Well, thank you guys, chat, <laughs> chat for being here. Uh, if you guys watch my videos, I've got one. I've got a video I'm dropping soon. If you guys do see it, it is a sponsor video. Any views on that one would be really what appreciated. What are we doing? What are we doing? Raid Shadow Legends? What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> most likely, yes, yes, it is. It is a Raid Shadow Legends video. So if you guys see that Ooh. one, help support the channel and pay the bills. If you see it, a watch would be appreciated. Good. Also, yes, probably going to be doing one of those integrations for my dungeon guide. So, mm -hmm. outside of that, play this game at some point. I'm like level 36 in it. I've played it off and on for like two years now, man. It actually has a 12 chapter campaign with voice storyboard cutscenes between each chapter. Really? Which game is this? Ray Shadow Legends. Legends go yes. hard. I didn't realize it go hard. I'm like getting that. those weird commercials for it. Mm hmm. They've got like PvP arena battles. They've got clans that you can join and do clan bosses. You've got, I mean, it gets a lot of flack, but if you play what is there, it's not too shabby because some of the dungeon bosses are so different in how you have to put your team together. It gets a lot of crap, but it is actually not. It's there's there's something there. So anywho, episode number 273 is this one, episode new 274, has more Lagorn Dona. So please tune in two weeks from today. For this episode, we are wrapping this thing up. So thank you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for all of you here watching, listening, and these two wonderful gentlemen I share this podcast with on a weekly basis. Thank you for everything and everybody. It has been the, the last, last word. word.